Hello, guys. Welcome back to the End Times podcast. Uh, my name is Kyle, and welcome back. I'm I'm really happy that uh, I'm back doing another video or another podcast for you guys. Not another video, but another podcast for you guys. Maybe I should start a YouTube channel about this. Maybe um, we'll continue to go though. But uh, so far, whatever platforms that y'all are listening to this on hasn't kicked me off yet. So that's great. Um, but today we're gonna we're gonna get into some pretty heavy stuff, and I do want to apologize that it is raining outside. So if you guys do hear some background noise, it's either my dogs or it's raining outside. So don't don't be so um, just try not to pay attention to that stuff. And today, anyway, we're gonna be talking about some pretty heavy stuff actually in regards to what's going on in the world around us and why us as Christians and us as followers of Christ should not be fearful. Now you look around in the world today and, and what do you see? Um, you see, you see Russia threatening the United States um, to back off of Israel to get out of their way because, you know, in Ezekiel 38, what countries are attacking Israel, uh, Turkey, Iran, um, Russia, those are the, that's the land that comes from the North. Um, and then, uh, and then a country from the south. So basically, Ezekiel 38 is about is the Gog-Magog war where Israel gets attacked, but those countries that attack Israel are, um, are going to lose. God's going to, to, to put a say into this. But this happens in the seven-year tribulation, um, as you all will know, because if you all listen to my past podcast episodes, we've talked about the um, tribulation timeline and how... Um, the rapture begins or is before the tribulation and the tribulation starts whenever the antichrist um, confirms the covenant with many that starts the seven year covenant with the uh, with Iran uh, with Israel. Um, and then there's the Gog Magog war. I think the Gog Magog war is going to happen before the antichrist um, confirms the covenant with many. Uh, it, it, it just makes more sense because it's going to be calling we're, we're, right now we're calling for peace and safety. And then when we call for peace and safety, it says that sudden destruction will fall upon those um, people. So right now, all we're listening is to is peace and safety. But not only are is America getting threatened by Russia to back off of Israel and to not help out Israel. We're also being threatened by China because China wants Taiwan. And Taiwan is a ally of ours, and our ally Japan has told us that if we do not back off Taiwan, China is planning on attacking America, Pearl Harbor style, kamikaze pilot kind of thing. Um, so be praying about this stuff, guys, because our nation, unfortunately, has turned our eyes away from Israel. And God says, when you turn your eyes off my people and off of me, you will be, you will have, um, you have famines, you will not produce crops, you will be attacked and you will be conquered. So we are to pray, but we are not to fear because God is in control, guys. We are not to fear. God is in control of our lives. So do not fear when it comes to things like that. But um, I also did want to say, we just because there's there's these things going on with America, we've got the rest of the world we're watching. We've got we've got large locusts in the in the West Coast, just large amount of locusts 
the biggest, the most record storm of locusts um, that's ever been seen. Uh, we were seeing um, a rat infestation in uh, what's that country? Uh, I want to say Australia. And we are seeing a second COVID outbreak with this new Delta variant in Israel. And Israel is calling for a third dose to be taken, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. But I did want to say this because it kind of feels like, I don't know if y'all feel the same way as me, but it kind of feels like we're in a, like we're somewhat back to normal. I mean, like stadiums are getting packed with people again. Um, we're going, we're going out and we're, you know, we're buying things and we're not getting told that we have to have a mask and things like that. But I wanted to read this because I think it's very interesting as it pertains to the end days and it's Matthew 24, 38. And as it was in the days of Noah, so will it be at the coming of the son of man for in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving a marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark and they were oblivious until the flood came and swept them all away. So will it be at the coming of Son of Man? So we, we look at this, guys. <clears throat> we look at this, and I mean, like, look what we're doing right now. My dad, I was talking to my dad about this yesterday. I said, Dad, what do you think? Like, how close do you think we are? Because I think we're so close to the return of Jesus Christ and the rapture of the church. And he said he believes so, but he says that there's got to be a little bit more things that I have to that we're gonna have to see. And I told him, I said, Dad, you know, things don't have to happen for the rapture. And he said, Yeah, I know, but I just feel like we're gonna suffer just a little bit because he said that that Jesus said that we will be going through trials and tribulations. And he said that we will go through some stuff. And I told him, I said, well, you know, you're right. And he and he brought up that um, we just got to be strong and courageous. We have to be strong and 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 looking for uh, looking for Christ always. But he says he believes um, the way the world's looking right now. He says that it could be another year till we are raptured. But then he said he looks at Israel and he looks at the Temple Mount and he said, well. It can happen any moment now. I mean, you look at you look at at Israel, and you look at the Temple Mount, and you look at Jerusalem. You, you just look at the country Israel right now. Their government is in complete shambles. Like it's unbelievable. It's in complete, utter shambles, and it's very, very interesting, to say the least. And I just wanted to say that I think that it is all being prepared for the antichrist to be revealed and for israel the jews and israel to be okay well we've got our our messiah quote unquote only little do they know who that messiah actually is is the antichrist they'll realize that jesus is their messiah and that three and a half year mark of the tribulation so I wanted to move on here uh, from this opening little monologue and talk about the new variant that's out. So first I wanted to talk about the vaccine. I will not be getting the vaccine. Um, there's many, many reasons why. Um, 
and one of them is the vaccine. I'm just going to put it this way, okay? The vaccine was not meant for COVID. COVID was meant for the vaccine because this vaccine is being used to condition us. And not only is this vaccine being used to condition us, but it's also being used to kill people. I mean, honestly, really, really, really think about this. Imagine a disease so deadly that you've got to be tested to know you have it. Imagine a vaccine so safe that you have to be threatened just to take it. I was listening to JD Frog last night and he shared an article and I want to say it was from the Washington Post saying that they are shutting down vaccine centers. Why are they doing this? Because nobody went and got the vaccine. Now look at this. Biden is proposing that we go that they go door to door and campaign the vaccine. Now guys, does this sound scary? Yes. Is it scary? I don't know. I don't know the intentions of this. But I do know this. It is an opportunity for us to share the gospel with these lost souls. Or if they are saved, maybe redirect them and shine a light. Open their eyes. Because I tell you this right now. When people get vaccines, I bet y'all didn't know this. Vaccines actually cause the new variants. So when there's a new flu vaccine out, there's a new flu variant out. Did you know that? Did you know that that's why we have another variant of COVID? When you set out a vaccine, it, it, it picks up on that vaccine. But this vaccine's not even to cure COVID. This vaccine, and I, and I hate to say this, but it's true, is for the minimization of population. No, you heard that right. This vaccine is meant to minimize our worldly population. Why do you think people are getting so sick after taking this vaccine? Not a, let alone sick, but dying from this vaccine. I want to point you to the Moderna vaccine. Moderna. You see, we have a special thing in our DNA. It's called mRNA. Messenger RNA. And messenger RNA tells your body things. If there's something in your body, it tells other parts of your body how to fix it. And whenever you mess with that, mRNA, Moderna, mod RNA, when you mess with that 
it can mess up your body. <coughs> the, Moder- the Moderna vaccine has been known to send spike proteins throughout your body. And when it gets in your mRNA, your mRNA spreads throughout your whole body. And when it does that, when when the spike proteins get throughout your body, it eventually starts to shut down your organs. This is why people are falling ill and dying from this vaccine. Not only that, why do we need two shots? Why do we need two shots? I want to point y'all to to go and look this up whenever y'all get a chance. Magnets sticking to arms after receiving the vaccine. It's proof. There's proof out there that people, after they get the vaccine have stuck a magnet to their arms, and it sticks. And I believe that this vaccine, the reason why you have to get a second dose is because this vaccine is like a software system in your body you see you have to get both of these vaccines in order for them to do their plan meaning (coughs) you have to get that second vaccine because that second vaccine has some stuff in it that's got the right stuff to make you sick, put you in the hospital, and kill you. Do I sound crazy? I don't think I sound crazy. And the reason why is this. Bill Gates. Bill Gates is one of the biggest funders of this vaccine. And Bill Gates, not too long ago, went to India and started vaccinating little girls. And it was sterilizing them. This fact, that vaccine that he gave those little girls in India and those kids sterilized them. They can no longer reproduce. And Bill Gates' father was an advocate for population control. And just like Bill Gates, Bill Gates is an advocate for it. Needless to say, I think he had something to do with it. And the reason why I tell you guys all of this is because this third vaccine vaccination dose that I believe that 
Israel wants to start manufacturing and giving people is that I feel that it is being used to how I can say, I guess, update your body for a third time if you've received the first two vaccinations. I'm sorry, I'm going to get a drink here. This is this is tough stuff. <clears throat> and I know that. But I also wanted to say this. Doesn't it only feel that we only have a little time left before the rapture of the church of Jesus Christ? It only feels like we have just a little bit of time left. Now, what can I say other than to point you in a different direction here and talk about our next topic? I'm going to I'm going to let the let the message roll, let the uh with the ad roll, and then we're gonna get into some more stuff coming up next. All right, guys. So I want to point you all to the WEF, the World Economic Forum. This past Friday, they held a simulation, if you will, of a cyber pandemic that their founder, Klaus Schwab, says will be worse than the current crisis. Guys, if this doesn't draw a red flag to you guys, meaning if this doesn't show y'all what's coming, then y'all need to open y'all's eyes. I'm going to rewind back to 2019 where in October they held a um they held a simulation called Event 201 that simulated a C19 coronavirus simulation to prepare them for what's to come later. Meaning that it did come later. Because a few months after their first simulation of the C-19, boom. COVID-19 took the world by storm and changed this world forever. Now, I'm not telling you this to scare y'all. By no means, is that's not what I'm trying to do. I am trying to open the people's eyes that have not yet been opened. 
Now we go back to the cyber pandemic simulation <coughs> that the WEF did on Friday. And I want to tell y'all this is that they have to come up with a new crisis because the coronavirus crisis was the first punch to the face. Then that the first punch to the face that basically got us to fear, got us to submit to the government just a little bit. There's only a matter of time before this second crisis is the second punch to the face that starts to whittle away our world economic system and to help rebuild the economic system to the one world economic system, i.e. the beast system mentioned in the book of Revelation. We are at the cusp of the rapture of the church, I really do believe. It is foretold in the book of the Re- uh, in the book of Revelation <coughs> that we will have a one world government. It's been told. And we're seeing the system right around that corner. If we're seeing the system begin to happen, the system that we are going to have in the tribulation, then how close are we to the rapture of the church? I mean, really, guys. How close are we? We were unbelievably close. I really do believe. I believe that we are just on the cusp and that Christ is at the door and that we as Christians need to step up and get Jesus to people and people to Jesus as fast as we can. I wanted to address something today. The first thing is this. The people that are saying that there has to be a great awakening. We can take it back. We can take this world back. We just need to take this world back. First thing I'm going to say is this. I don't want to take this world back. I've been through enough. I'm 20 years old and I'm sick and tired of how this world is. I'm ready for Christ's return. Secondly, or thirdly, or secondly, I'm not sure, whatever. But next, 
Nothing has to happen before the rapture of the church. And also, I don't see us rising up and taking it back. Because you know why? Because it's not it's not in it's not in the not in the Bible. If you want to rise up and fight back, sure, do it. But it doesn't say we're taking the world back. I don't see where that happens. I see where this happens. Where we where, where we see the one world government happen. I don't see rising up in this great revival. I see persecution. I see famines. I see destruction and hatred and unlawfulness. Now, I'm not saying that there's not thousands of people, hundreds and thousands of people coming to Christ. There is. I believe God's using this this crisis that we're in to help people open their eyes and come to Christ. What I'm saying here is I don't think there's going to be a huge revival and a fight back. I think there's going to be... the people that come to Christ and then that last one comes to Christ and we go up. It just doesn't say it in the Bible that we that we fight back and that we rise up and we overcome this. I see that I see the 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 delusions that Christ warned, see that we not be deceived is what he said. See that you are not deceived. And this brings me to what we're seeing all around the world. And I want to I want to tell y'all something. Did you know that persecution doesn't work? It doesn't. Look at the Roman Empire. When they were persecuting and killing Christians for their faith in Jesus Christ, what happened? It became one of the biggest explosions of the Christian faith in the history of the world. Look at China right now. They're cracking down on Christians. And hundreds of thousands of people are coming to Christ daily. The same thing that happened, the same thing's happening in Iran. People are coming to Christ daily here in America. People are repenting. They're coming to Christ daily. We will not find, we will not have a, I don't, I don't think we'll have a, a rising up. I really don't. We're not going to have a rising up of Christians. I think we, what did Christ say when he come back? What kind of church would he come to? 
Is he coming back to a church that has has that has come back and that has risen up against government and fought back? No. He has come back to a church that's battle weary. He's come back to a church that's tired. He asked, will I come back to faith? Will those be faithful when I come, when I return? He will not see faith when he returns. Many people are, are battle-weary now. I'm battle-weary. Let me ask you this question. Are y'all facing spiritual warfare every single day of your life? And if you say no, it's a lie. Now more than ever, many, almost every Christian is facing spiritual warfare. When you become a follower of Christ, you've got a target on your back. You do. It's just a proven fact. The life of a Christian is not easy. It's hard. It's hard. It's especially going to be hard during the tribulation if you if you were if you become a Christian then. You'll face a lot of stuff and death from the antichrist. We as Christians today, here in 2021, are being mocked, yelled at, laughed at. Why? Because evil is being called good and good's being called evil. People have been deceived in this world. And it's disturbing, but it's also encouraging. Because when we see these things happening, we know we're in the end times and that our redemption draws nigh. We know that. We know that. And know we know and us as Christians, and if you're anything like me, which I hope you are, feel for those lost souls that are rejecting the gospel, those that don't want to receive the gospel of Jesus Christ. I pray that those people get saved, and then they open their eyes. Because what's to come on this earth after the tribulation, or after the rapture of the church is going to be terrible. Going to be terrible. And I think the trib, or the, the rapture of the church is what's going to snap it. Right now, the rubber band's being pulled, and it's almost there to snap. It's just so close. 
to snapping. And I really do believe that when a church gets raptured out of here, that rubber band's going to pop and everything's going to go downhill. And I don't want any of y'all to be here for that situation. Matter of fact, y'all shouldn't be here because y'all have a chance now. And that's why I always end these podcasts with the ABCs of salvation. What is A? Well, A is admit. Admit that you are a sinner and have made mistakes. See, we all are sinners. We've when Adam and Eve took that fruit and ate it, that's when sin entered the world. But you know the first sin was in heaven. It was when when the devil was casted out of heaven, he was cast out of heaven because he had so much pride. He was prideful. And he committed the first sin in heaven. And then he got thrown down to earth. And that's whenever he he got Adam and Eve to eat the fruit. So we all are sinners and we all shall we all fall short of Jesus. We all fall short. See, right now we're all, if before before we accept Christ, we are all on the metaphorical bus to hell. But when we when we receive Christ, we get off that bus. What is B? B is believe that Jesus is God's son. He died on the cross for you and rose up from the grave on the third day. And finally, what is C? C is confess Jesus as the Lord of your life and commit yourself to a life of following Jesus. And serving others. Now, I'm going to pray this prayer. I want y'all, if you are not a follower of Jesus Christ. And that you want to receive Christ in your heart. I pray you pray this prayer with me. Lord, I'm a sinner. And I'm broken. Father, I come to you and ask you for forgiveness of my sins. And pray That, Jesus, you enter my heart and you be the Lord of my life. You be my shepherd. For I know that you died on that cross and you rose again on that third day. And I know that you're coming back, Father. So I pray that you help me become the person you want me to be. And help me no longer sin but live a life through you, Father. And pray you allow me to to gain knowledge and wisdom of you through your word. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. If y'all prayed that prayer, God bless you. And I pray that God blesses every day in your life. That you find your way to Jesus Christ if you have not yet prayed that prayer. Guys, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now that what is to come is is not something to be messing around with. It's going to be dangerous and a bad time. You do not want to be there, guys. 
you don't want to be there. So if you guys have prayed that prayer and y'all need the word, there's many ways y'all can get a Bible. You can download it on your phone. You can look at it online. You can you can buy one um, from the store. You can you can actually if you go to a your local church, I'm pretty sure they will gladly give you a Bible if you say I'm new to Christ. I don't have the word. Please, can I have a Bible? They would be more than happy to give you one. But that's why I'm here. Also, I'm here to help you gain knowledge of of what's around us, what the world is going on. But not only that, but I'm putting it into the way that God has portrayed it and how God is using it to help people come to Christ. I am I I also love to I love to shepherd to people. I love to 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 read the gospel to people. I love writing sermons. That's that's always been a big passion of mine. Um, I took a, a long break from it, and when I, you know, recently I started writing them again, and when I wrote it, I, I just fell in love again. It's like it's like the Holy Spirit just burned a fire inside me. So, if you guys really enjoyed listening to this, and that you will have the fire of God inside you, keep reading that word. Keep reading the word, because God's working through you. He is, and. And he brought you here for a reason. So if you haven't read this, or you, if, if, if you're new to this, please, please continue listening. Also, share. Share it with people that you feel like need to hear it. Because it's very important that we get this word out. We get the word out. And we get, we get the news and the truth out to as many people as we can. It's very important. Because we're, we're in the church age. And it's our job as the church to... to to get Christ to people and people to Christ as fast as we can. Even though we are running out of time, it's it's important. Every 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 opportunity is important. So thank you guys so much for listening. I really loved having you guys in here and listening and just really praying for you guys and hope that you guys continue walking the Lord and continue being faithful. And um, I love you guys so much. Have a great rest of y'all's week and God bless.